When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the K-State Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Jeff Mitty Show, brought to you by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. People's State Bank, serving Wildcat fans since 1897. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Kansas Strong, get the facts at kansasstrong.com. And by... The Kansas Soybean Association. The Soybean Checkoff. Progress powered by Kansas farmers. This is the Jeff Mitty Show. Here's Brian Smoller. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Jeff Mitty Show. Brian Smoller with you along with the head coach of the Wildcats, Jeff Mitty. Glad you could join us on another edition of the Jeff Mitty Show. And as we mentioned last week, even though the Wildcats have not played since December 21st, we still have a radio show to talk about the Wildcats and to talk about not just uh, what they've been doing during this time, which hasn't been much, but also about the upcoming week as K-State will actually play live basketball coming up this week for the first time in a month at West Virginia on Wednesday and then in Lawrence to take on the Jayhawks on Saturday. Again, glad you could join us. If you wish to get a question in, you can give us a shout-out on Twitter. Just tweet at me, at Ryan Smoller, or you can go on the Facebook Live broadcast. We are up and running. You can uh, jump in, in there on the comments section, give us your question and your thoughts. You can also call us toll-free, 1-866-577-8228, and visit with our, our good friend Nate Lewis, who's back at our studios in Jeff City, Missouri. All right, let's welcome in the head coach of the Wildcats, Jeff Minnie, who joins us here on the show. And last time we talked last week, you were practicing with four players, and, and you were getting a lot of work at point guard uh, in a week's time. How much is the same? Are you still getting a lot of activity in practice, or have you been able to add some bodies? Um, ironically, today's practice, I did get some work in. Um, I, feel, I do feel like my game's coming along better. Um, <laughs> my knees are killing me. My feet are killing me. But, uh, yeah, we um, – well, because of where we're at in terms of rotation, there are still some times where – We'll have a couple coaches jump in, and if we're working on some things, uh, it's not 100% live, but it's um, active enough for me, let's put it that way. Um, we have gotten more players back. It's, um, you know, it's, it's not a normal getting players back, you know, and the return to play protocol – Kansas City people, Kansas people will now be familiar with the NFL's concussion protocol because of Patrick Mahomes. But, 
if you look at that, if you saw that on SportsCenter, it's literally not till Thursday that he gets to really do anything with the team and walk through and those things. Well, COVID protocol is really not much different. You've got to make sure of some things first, so it's a pretty slow process. Well, the, the as you talked about last week, too, it's not like they can just sit on the side and ride a bike or, or they are able to come in and shoot a little bit on their own, right, when never, no one's there, a, a player that's in contact tracing or, or any of that stuff. Yeah, it depends on what your per, what your where you're at in the COVID protocol, but yes, but it's still, um, yeah, it's still not the same, and uh, and you're seeing teams deal with it all across the country, and certainly we've been hit hard by it because um, we had a significant number in there. So um, uh, yeah, coming out of this, uh, we, we're certainly having to maximize every amount of time we can with film sessions, with walkthroughs, as much as we can. How much can you tell us of who is active and who isn't on the team? And I know uh, some coaches are, are open with, okay, this person's out. They won't say whether they had COVID or they're in contact tracing, but they're just not available. How much do you want to share that now, or how much do you want to try and keep close to the vest prior to a game with West Virginia for the for, for the competitive standpoint, I suppose? But uh, what what can you share us or share with us of who is able to go and who is practicing right now? Well, what I can tell you, and I'm I'm not really um, I'm not really going to share individuals necessarily, but um, what I can tell you is that our numbers are much much better. So. Um, We'll, we'll have a good number for West Virginia as long as they complete return to play. We're still not there yet, which we're only two days away from the game. But um, as I mentioned a week ago, we had a significant number that were coming out. That's why we weren't able to play on the weekend is because we had a significant number coming out after the weekend. So um, today we had a good practice. We had a good number of players in practice. It was good. We had enough guards and enough forwards and enough centers, which we haven't had. So um, that was good to have a full, a fairly full complement. We will not have everybody on the roster available on Wednesday, but we'll have a significant number of players available. Better than none. That certainly is the case. When you go and play, you just got to go with what you have. Um, how much does the game plan change, I suppose, based on that roster that you just mentioned? Uh, without getting individually specific here, I suppose, uh, on who is and who isn't available, do you – I mean, there, there are a certain amount of offensive plays that I'm sure that some people know, right? You're already having to juggle that as a head coach. We've talked about this before. You're juggling, if I put this person in the game, they know this play, but they don't know this play, or perhaps they know this defense, but not this defense, or their strengths play to that. How much of that keeps the same for who is available and how much of that gets thrown out the window, not just based on who's available, but how much basketball they've actually practiced in the last few weeks? Well, I think in this case, probably... Um the simpler the better but i will say this it's um it is amazing when you get into it how much you don't want to say it's like riding a bike because it's not that simplistic as you know you don't forget but it does come back fairly quick knowing the plays i mean you've been we've been preparing for this for a while but yes to your point you don't have the reps you don't have maybe the sharpness so i think this the simpler we can keep it the better and um we'll certainly try that at both ends of the floor and and put together a game plan that uh, can be successful i think that having your players uh conditioned is going to be a, a, a we'll have to do a good job of keeping players as fresh as possible rotating them in rotating them hopefully before they hit fatigue but all of those things I always consider part of the game plan going in whether that be injuries this is certainly unique I've never been in a situation where we haven't played a game for 30 days in the middle of the season so there isn't any um, blueprint that you can go back to from a strength coach. You know, AJ and I are staying in constant conversations on where players are at and these kind of things, but there's no blueprint that you can go, well, you know, we did this when we had this situation. 30 days is a long, uh, a much longer time than we're all used to. No doubt about it. The Jeff Mini Show presented by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. When we come back, we'll talk about the upcoming schedule for the Wildcats because one game has already been announced as a makeup it's suddenly going to push everything and combine 
games into a very short window. We'll talk about the impact, as you just talked about, strength and conditioning-wise, what that may have as far as injury concerns, that sort of thing, coming back. And then we'll also talk MLK Day. Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I know MLK plays a big part of uh, what K-State basketball tries to do. I know you do a lot of that stuff on the pregame visits. We'll talk about that. When we return, stay tuned. Much more of the Jeff Mitty Show when we return on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Revitech fungicide from BASF has been specifically developed for the selective soybean grower who doesn't compromise. If you think good is good enough, if you're okay with just achieving rather than overachieving, if average is your goal, this is not the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide, brand new chemistry, three no excuse modes of action, zero modes of compromise. Sounds like the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide from BASF, that's smart. Always read and follow label directions. Making ends meet has always been a challenge, but lately, additional new sources of energy have been driving up costs faster than we can keep up. For people on a fixed income, the impact of costly additional energy sources hits hard. Fact is, oil and natural gas remain the most economical energy source known to the world today, lifting up Kansas families with affordable, reliable energy. That makes all the difference for a Kansas family like mine. Get the facts about Kansas oil and natural gas. Oil, oil and, and natural, natural gas, gas helps keep every, every Kansas, Kansas family, family strong. strong. People's State Bank offers 10 convenient locations statewide. Whether you're looking for a loan, personal or business accounts, ATMs, mobile banking, or bill pay, PSB wants to help you. At People's State Bank, we take pride in our communities. Check us out at psbbanks.com. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Back again on the Jeff Mitty Show. Brian Smoller along with the head coach of the Wildcats, Jeff Mitty. Wildcats getting ready for West Virginia on Wednesday night. Trip to Morgantown. That's a 6 o'clock central time for the tip-off on Big 12 Dow on ESPN Plus for the contest. And then against the Jayhawks on Saturday. And the Wildcats and the Jayhawks get the Sunflower Showdown, Dylan Sunflower Showdown going on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Then after that, the Wildcats return right around and play Oklahoma State on Monday as they start to begin this process of making games up. Five games for K-State women's hoops that got postponed that will need to be made up, and there aren't a whole lot of windows. Um, we ski the first time that's been kind of sandwiched in here, Jeff, in, in, in the Monday morning or a Monday afternoon game down in Stillwater. Do you suspect that we'll see more movement in the schedule like this? So I guess we all assumed that it would be the end of the schedule there, that week off before the Big 12 championship that could try and get some games in. But will it be more this, uh, games moving around that are already set to try and get games in three games a week, so to speak? Well, my understanding is the league wanted to get through this two-week window and see where they were at. And uh, so I, I think right now those were the adjustments that were made and uh, that they wanted to get this two-week window and see where everybody is at. I think that um, for a lot of reasons, you have schools, campus coming back. You've got all those things that are going to start happening again. And uh, obviously the virus has been um, uh, pretty widespread across the country. We've seen cancellations, but you know, we're, we're obviously um, the majority of games are being played. So anyways, I think the next two weeks are I think they're going to I think the schedule will remain as best it can if there's no cancellations. But I think they're going to adjust uh, potentially after that. Well, it does provide a little bit of concern beyond just what we've already talked about. Right. With people coming back, having not played a whole lot. You said you've being very close with A.J. Kloss, uh, Becca Fitzgerald, I'm sure, training staff as well, trying to monitor everybody's health as they come back. But now, not only are you being thrown into the middle of a conference season trying to ke play catch-up with everybody in the Big 12, which we'll get to in a moment, uh, the conference race, so to speak, in standings, 
But now you're going to be playing what seems to be an accelerated schedule in a short amount of time. All, not quite to the level of what we were in December, where it was a game every two days, but it's going to be similar to that. Any concern there about short layover time between games when you get going again? Uh, yeah, lots of concern. Um, yeah, we'll have to, as a staff, do a, a great job of keeping them as fresh as possible. And um, at the same time, you're trying to build stamina up. Those th two things don't go very well together. So, you know, we're just in an unknown territory. And, and it's not like it's non-conference where you might have some games that you think are you know, games where you can rest people or do something. This You're right in the fire of the Big 12. So uh, this is a challenging situation, um, but um, we'll just have to take it game by game. I, I literally, or, and, and literally day by day, and, you know, we always talk about that as coaches, but um, generally there's a blueprint or a plan for doing that long term. I think in this case it's literally uh, you're going to have to adjust on the fly. You're going to have to do things. That all, all plans can get thrown out because of game changes and or date changes and we've already seen that obviously and we're, we're going to be in a big challenge the next couple weeks um, we, we I think first and foremost how can we get our players to play well on game night how can we get them to feel good on game days body mind all the above and and we'll go from there well, uh, in the meantime, as you get ready for games, so I've, we've talked about this on the show before, and I think it might have been around this time last year, around Martin Luther King Jr. Day. But for those that don't know, obviously, and, and not many would, prior to each game, home and away, you guys do uh, a time uh, before the pregame meal, usually uh, have a moment of, of focus for the team uh, to get together. Usually you go over some bit of game plan, but a, a bit of a mental health moment, kind of an encouraged moment, focus meditation is kind of the wrong word but all those types of thing and martin luther king jr speeches are used quite often in those things that you guys have put together on this day more than any other day it's it's uh, i thought it would be something that would be worth mentioning uh, what kind of a role that has played in your program because that has not been a new thing i know there's been a lot of attention about martin luther king jr today because of what happened this last summer with the social unrest black lives matter movement and all that but you have your program seems to have been very sensitive to those issues and at least using Martin Luther King Jr. as an inspirational figure for the last couple of years. Uh, I wonder if you would speak to that and, and what all entails uh, what that that pregame ritual is all about. Well, Vision Pursue is a sports psychology program that John McGraw, former K-Stater and former uh, chief, and Russ Roush have uh, been a part of, and, and they have, uh, Kansas City Royals minor league team uses it, the Atlanta Falcons have used it, but we have been one of the premier women's basketball programs to use it, and uh, Martin Luther King is obviously, uh, we've got a couple speeches in there, but it is a program that um, has some meditation components to it, and we utilize that uh, at periods of time. It also has what they call some practices and some vision boards. And so um, there are a lot of things that we do with it. And, you know, we haven't done it as much this year, mainly because the COVID rules have not allowed <laughs> us to be together. And in the, we haven't used the film room all year. Okay, we have to do film out in the ice basketball practice facility on the floor with a big projector. So we're using it on game day, but um, we're going to be using it even more. And actually today, when we had film today, um, uh, we listened to the entire uh, I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King today uh, after film uh, session this morning. So uh, um, it, Vision Pursue has been a good part of our program. Mental health, I think, is uh, increasingly part of this um, uh, pandemic, increasingly part of this isolation, and I, I see some real value in it. And uh, I'm looking forward to, for the next two months of, of using it quite a bit. Well, the Wildcats hopefully will get used to uh, using it prior to a lot of games before they actually get going here in the next couple of weeks. Of course, there are some games uh, or are there some things still to be taken care of when it comes to the games, and that means wins as the Wildcats try to do what they can in this abbreviated season. 
and in this unique pandemic season. To that end, the Wildcats at 5-4 and four go into the matchup with West Virginia looking to get going again in conference play. The Mountaineers at 4-2 and two in league play are the only team that have won 10 games in the conference to this point, but you have a group of about five teams that have won eight or nine games sitting atop and have separated themselves, although I wouldn't say that they've separated themselves too far after Texas's performance yesterday. We'll talk about that. Iowa State at Baylor and what a game that was. Postseason approaching. We've heard about the NCAA tournament being one site. What about the WNIT? That question has been asked. And then we'll also talk about vaccinations uh, for student athletes, as that was suggested by a women's basketball coach being for student athletes at some point. All those topics coming up on the show when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Jeff Mitty Show when we return on the Jeff Mitty Show brought to you by Learfield IMG College. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Today's singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed Achoo. or been outside. Two. Virtual play dates, social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Back at the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Brian Smolder with you along with Jeff Benny, the head coach of the Wildcats. Kansas State getting ready for West Virginia coming up on Wednesday. The Wildcats tip it off at 6 o'clock. Our coverage will start at 5.30 on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Well, we talked about this a little bit before the break about the Big 12 race and so on this weekend, boy, we saw two, a uh, couple of great games last week. Oklahoma State at Iowa State with Natasha Mack and the Cowgirls going up against the Cyclones, who were without Kristen Scott in that game. That was a great contest right down to the end. And then Kristen Scott returns, and Iowa State goes down to Baylor. And you kind of wondered if the Cyclones could keep it rolling or if the Baylor Bears would rise up. And Kim Mulkey's team playing a little bit shorthanded. In that game, though, Dajanae uh, Carrington. But Iowa State comes out, hits their early couple threes, gets a lead, and they hang on, and they win down in Waco, Texas. That's a second straight win for Iowa State over Baylor. And then kind of following up the upset thing, Texas Tech rises up and takes down Texas on Sunday in a surprising uh, final of that one, 74-66. Uh, Jeff, your thoughts on some of the results we saw in the Big 12 this weekend. Let's start with Iowa State first because the Cyclones pop into the top 25 now. They're number 24, but it sure feels like nationally the Iowa State Cyclones are being undervalued at this point. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I think, you know, they, they had a couple games in um, – December that were tough for them because they had a big lead at Iowa and Iowa came back and beat them on that one. They also lost South Dakota State and while South Dakota State's an excellent team, they had a couple losses in there that um, you know, probably just got them you know, you, you fall out of that and 
it's a year when there aren't many games being played, uh, particularly at that time, and sometimes it's hard to get back in. But uh, they've got a signature win now, and uh, they've got some good wins, and uh, that's a great game for them. And certainly they're playing very well. They're shooting the ball incredibly well right now. I've seen them a couple times on, uh, on uh, Big 12 now. Yeah, well, the thing about that game against Baylor, they came out early shooting a bunch of threes and hitting threes. So then after that, really didn't hit very many threes. It was very much uh, the performance we saw early in the year from Iowa State where they shot a lot, but they weren't hitting a whole lot. And you kind of wondered if they would actually hang on. But with a five-out look and Jones driving to the basket, I I'm not sure. With the threat of three-pointers and then their ability to hit from the free-throw line, Sure seems like it's a, a recipe for a, a good performance in for Iowa State right now. All right, let's go to Oklahoma State with the performance against uh, uh, up in Ames against the Cyclones with Natasha Mack. And it, it, it took on so many comparisons to the performance by K-State in some respects because it was the inside game of Oklahoma State against the outside game uh, of Iowa State. Natasha Mack has a huge game, but it's just not enough to slow down uh, the Cyclones. But having seen Oklahoma State now, again, you're going to see them very quickly coming up. Um, Along, I know we talked about them last show, but your thoughts on their performance against Iowa State up in Ames uh, with Natasha Mack and Asbury? You know, they look like they're just playing so well together and all the pieces seem to be fitting very well. You've got Asbury playing well. You've got Tasha Mack playing well. You've got Taylor Collins, the freshman, highly touted, playing extremely well. You've got... Um, uh, Winchester coming off the bench playing well so um, they just seem to be uh, even though they've lost their last two games uh, both on the road at Iowa State at West Virginia both they were right there and uh, the West Virginia game obviously I've seen that one and uh, West Virginia played without Gondrasek but um, Oklahoma State had every opportunity to to win that game, tie game, led most of the game for, uh, as a matter of fact. But Max certainly a huge factor, and they've got a lot of other players playing well. Uh, and then the last one is Texas at Texas Tech, and, and Texas Tech was a team that uh, everybody wondered at the beginning of the year with Krista Gerlich taking over. There was some talent already built into that squad. You kind of wondered how they would go. Krislin uh, Carr doesn't appear to be playing anymore for Texas Tech, and they had some other pieces they were trying to fit together with uh, the addition of Vivian Gray, but Alexi Gordon's still there, a, a very talented player. And they were they were down some numbers there for a while and really got off to a slow start. But rising up, beating Texas, does that change the perception of Texas Tech at all here in the conference uh, moving forward? Or is Texas just in a cycle where they, maybe they just had a bad day? Well, I, it's hard to say, but I, I did get to catch part of that game. And, and uh, from the outside looking in, Texas really looked tired most of that game. And uh, I don't know. You know, once again, you got players coming out. You've got, uh, I, I do know Warren was coming out of concussion protocol, so uh, short on the bench. You know, all these things are just maybe different factors than we've seen before. So you just got to give yourself an opportunity if you're a team, and Tech did that. Uh, they've got Gray playing extremely well. Gray has, uh, after a, a slow start, with her new team, she has played extremely well. And then I think they've kind of figured out their rotation better. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that uh, that's a big win for them. There ain't any doubt about it. That's a big win for them. Uh, can they carry it over here? Well, everybody's got a busy week going forward. Yes, they do. And it's still a lot to be played for, obviously. As it stands, we've mentioned this before, five teams in the league with eight wins or more. Kind of a there's a line of demarcation in the conference as of today with Iowa State, Baylor, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Texas, who have all flirted with the top 25 and certainly all ranked very highly in the NET rankings, which, by the way, are, this is the first year with the NET rankings being employed on the women's side. Been used the last couple of years now on the men's side. Uh, any any sort of feeling from you about the NET, good, bad, otherwise, indifferent? You're, you're I, I think it's a nightmare this year. Well, um, for this I, year, for sure, right? Because yeah, everybody's all over the place. Yeah, I'm fine with the net in terms of they've tweaked it a little bit from a couple of years ago. I think it's I think it's going to be good in the long run, but I think it's a nightmare this year. And I think the committee's going to have its hands full to pick these teams because you're going to be going through 
Um, even scores are hard to tell. You know, you're, you're talking about, well, they should have blown that team out. Well, yeah, but they were missing three players. And, and just to be able to win the game by two or three or four or whatever, that's a, that's a good night. So I think the net's going to be really problematic this year. I think the committee's going to have to take it with a grain of salt and probably more so than any year that eye test and, and those kind of things are going to be more important. Uh, to that end, we're going to uh, have some fan questions when we come back. But before we go to break, we've talked about the NCAA tournament being all in one site, the idea of it possibly being in San Antonio. Has there been any discussion about the WNIT? Uh, usually has been kind of a, a home for a lot of women's basketball teams that don't make the tournament. I have a feeling it'll be one site. That has not been decided, but I did get a um, – uh, maybe an email about a week or two ago that was kind of uh, it was more like a survey of hey you know what here's what we're thinking what are your thoughts on this and then ironically you know I think the men have had the CBI tournament the women have had the WBI the WBI just sent something earlier today that said they're going to go one site so will these tournaments make I think to be determined you know, we saw that with football in the bowl season of some of the bowls. Just, you know, there wasn't the interest to do that. The programs weren't necessarily interested in carrying that forward. A lot of those reasons are financial. A lot of those reasons are are injuries, all the above. I think we'll just have to see. Um, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> the, the stay tuned. Uh, the motto for t uh, 2020 and now 2021. Stay tuned, it feels like. All right, Coach, we'll take a break. Come back. We've got some fan questions loaded up when we return on the Jeff Biddy Show on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield Sports. Success on game day starts with knowing your opponent. And when it comes to investing, you need to have a game plan, too. Here are some stats you need to know. Investment scams don't just target the elderly. Research shows many fraud victims are college-educated, financially literate individuals who are optimistic. One in ten will fall victim to investment fraud. The Kansas Insurance Department is here to help with a new website at smartinvestks.com. Have a game plan before you invest. Educate yourself on how to avoid scams at smartinvestks.com. What if sustainability were synonymous with U.S. soy? If energy efficiency, water quality, and soil health help define U.S. soy's value, that future is here, the time is now. To meet end-user demands, the Soybean Checkoff is committing to sustainability that's achievable, worthwhile, and enduring. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. Colbert Hills is more than the number one public golf course in Kansas. We offer stunning event space with top-notch service and a professional planner on staff. Whether you need a space for a small lunch meeting with your staff or an exclusive clubhouse for a large-scale celebration or wedding, Colbert Hills can accommodate your needs and budget. And you can always add golf to your events as well. Book an event and enjoy the best view in the Little Apple. And don't forget about Colbert's Bar and Grill for before and after K-State games. Check out the menu and daily specials at ColbertHills.com. Colbert Hills, your experience, our passion. This is Bill Snyder with some straight talk about opioid abuse. We're all taught to share, but giving someone your pain medication isn't generous. It's reckless. Yet one in five people prescribed an opioid admit to sharing it with others. These drugs can be dangerous, even deadly. Support the people you love. Store your medication securely and dispose of unused medication. If you're asked to share, say no. Help prevent opioid abuse among your friends and family before it starts. Learn more about safe storage and disposal at itmattersks.org. Back on the Jeff Minnick Show on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield Sports. Brian Smoller, Jeff Minnick, back with you. And we're talking K-State women's hoops as the Wildcats prepare for Wednesday's return to action for K-State against West Virginia. A couple of fan questions to get to as we get back into uh, our show. And this one from Facebook from Nick Lander, who jumps in from time to time with good questions. And this one is a very good one and really apropos. We talked about K-State will not have a full complement of players when they go Wednesday to West Virginia. Coach telling us about that in the first segment. Nick asks, Jeff, as you scout opponents, how does the uncertainty of who you who may play for the opponent impact your preparation for games? So who they may have in COVID contact tracing or injury or whatever else? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think everybody's paying close attention to that. In terms of what we do is um, we'll look at personnel and, and um, in particular, we'll look at some analytics in, in uh, let's say a team runs ball screen 20% of the time, they run dribble drive another 20% of the time, and uh, maybe if there's a personnel situation that they run more of their ball screen action with and that player's out, then that would lead you to believe that they're not going to run as much ball screen stuff. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things that we'll take a look at to be prepared for. Now, when we get to the arena, uh, the assistant coaches are, you know, counting players and you know <laughs> pictures of players to see who's actually dressed out all you know that that's yeah that's every game now because um it is a, a different year we were already doing that because you just never know but in this year it can be a significant significant number of players sure and uh, certainly can alter a game plan if it's somebody that's uh, plays a vital role on the team no doubt it's interesting that they do that because uh, we as broadcasters are doing the same thing, but it's usually something as simple as, hey, do I need to worry about this person on my spotting chart or for the broadcast? Can I cross them off? It's more of uh, more of that simple, not so much for the game plan I'm trying to prepare. Uh, one of the other questions we had was a generic one that was sent in via email about vaccines for student athletes. And this is referencing a story that came out at the end of December, and I remembered it had to go look it up. But Arizona women's basketball coach Ada Barnes in an interview in the end of December was talking about the season to this point and feeling like the student athletes of the team were doing everything possible at the Pac-12 as they are the Big 12 to keep players safe, coaches safe with uh, COVID-19 contact tracing and all those sorts of things. But then she offers up that the college athletes should get the vaccine faster because we are at high risk a lot, end quote. It's an interesting position. It's certainly I would one that uh, you probably could argue, although I'm not sure that it, who you move them above, it would be difficult. But where do you stand on, on the idea of student athletes being moved up to get uh, a vaccine, so to speak? Um, well, I, I think I would fall under the line of that. Uh, I don't think they should be moved ahead of uh, uh, age groups, and I don't think they should be moved ahead of people that have um, underlying conditions. And, um, you know, I don't think the optics of that, if, if uh, that were the choice between playing or not, I would say then we shouldn't be playing if we didn't think that those things. We have not seen, um, fortunately, and I hope we don't, we have not seen the severe situations with this age group. And, um, uh, they have been sick. Now they've had they've had what I would consider bad colds and things that um, don't feel very good. But um, uh, I, I think that would be really tough to say yes that um, uh, that age group is a priority when you've got so much uh, uh, so much going on across the country that uh, I think people should be ahead of that. Yep, no doubt, uh, and I think I would agree with that. And, and certainly. You don't wish to have anybody uh, get to the severity, as you mentioned, of it all, um, of a student-athlete nature. There haven't been very – there have been very few reported anywhere. And at this point, it looks like – also, I would imagine – and I think you said this on last week's show – but to this point, the contact tracing positive tests that you've had in the program or the others in the league, it doesn't appear any of those have been traced to the actual games themselves, right? I mean, a lot of that stuff, the risk that comes comes with the peripheral things that sometimes, and, and for example, for your cases, is when they were at home uh, around family, not necessarily when they're here in Manhattan uh, attending games and that sort of stuff. Well, what you're not seeing is with the Connexon, for example, if a team has an outbreak, we're not seeing the other team they just played have an outbreak. So you're 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 not correlating those two things together. And we have the what we have the called the connexons that tell how close we are to each other. Tell it'll tell exactly how many minutes I was close to anybody on our team or anybody on the other team. And uh, that includes huddles, that includes every practice. So uh, if we did have a situation that can tell you that okay Here's a situation that um, now what we're also using those things for is are there areas that are problematic? Are there locker room areas? Are there training room areas? And so um, I think we're finding in most cases that it's not in the basketball areas. It's outside of here. So um, I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's generally outside of the facilities. And, and uh, yeah, you don't know. You don't know if it's travel. You don't know if it's 
you know, we, we knew Christmas break was going to be a challenge, and we certainly got hit hard by it. Uh, uh, it reminded me of something else here. I saw on, on television that the NBA locker rooms have plexiglass in between each lockers. Have In your locker room, have you guys done anything as far as social distancing, moving people around, or is everyone's locker pretty much the same? No, we move people around based off of, uh, you know, previous maybe situations. Roommates are close, since they're close contact anyways, we've moved them, you know, next to each other. And, and so we've done those things. And uh, I think most locker rooms do those things. We do those things with the bench. If you've ever wondered why people are sitting where they're seated, that's the reason why. Um, we do those things in huddles. All those common areas when we eat together, those eating situations are related to roommates uh, when we're in performance table. All those things have a reason. So all the extra work that's going behind the scenes of our performance table group, Katie Lamar, uh, Becca Fitzgerald, um, Ali Conley, they're all having to do uh, double and triple the work to prepare for these things. Plane rides, I mean, all those things are, you know, we have an assigned seat on the, pl on the charter plane to West Virginia, and it will be based off of room roommates and maybe who's already had it those those type of situations last question about that because you uh, I, I thought of this the other day now you have not been able to really see it too much because you haven't had many games here lately but the bench spacing that has been instituted usually across the league especially on the road where you have up to six to eight feet between seats and you're in this kind of a staggered s right all the way around the, to the end of the court how much of a challenge has that been? Uh, I know there aren't fans, so it's not necessarily so loud. You can't communicate, but I would imagine there are some hurdles as a coach trying to communicate something to someone on the end of the bench who's all the way around the corner near the basketball goal. You know, I don't think that's been as bad. Um, now, yeah, I don't think it's been as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I've been surprised by that. I thought at first it was just going to be, you know, a nightmare and and uh, how are you going to get anything communicated? But I think that um, the players might enjoy being further away. I'm not <laughs> sure, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the one player, you know, the bench has always uh, loved that. Uh, the coach complaining about the team on the floor to the bench and right. they're going, yeah, put me in, coach. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, players have always loved that. You know, you're, you're yelling at the bench to box out and they're like, Coach, we can't box out anybody. Over that's right. Here, that's uh, right. So I don't know. That that has been, um, I think, less uh, of an impact than I thought it would originally uh, be. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. We'll take a break here. Come back. Talk West Virginia when we return after this word from the local stations on the K State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. Goat. G O A T. Acronym stands for greatest of all time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the goat. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. A Shiro's work is never done. You care for the house, the kids, and our future. We're so grateful for all you do. Now, it's time to care for yourself and save a little more for retirement. A free three-minute online chat can give you the personalized tips you need to boost your retirement savings now. Visit aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro today. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 
Back of the Jeff Mitty Show, brought to you by MHK Dental in Manhattan. MHK Dental and Dr. Morgan Lewis-Smith are now accepting new patients. Call 537-2800 or visit mhkdental.com to book your appointment today. If you wish to get a question in, you can tweet at me, at Brian Smoller. Jump on the Facebook stream and put a question in there. Randy Strothman, good friend of ours, who's usually on site with us at Powercat Sports Grill, our normal home for the show. It says, good luck, coach, against West Virginia and go Cats. Um, Mountaineers Thanks. are indeed the next opponent. Yes. Uh, good to hear from Randy. Yeah, thanks, Randy. Mountaineers' next opponent, Mike Carey, the head coach uh, of West Virginia, a team that is ranked 22nd in the net rankings, as you mentioned, a little volatile at this moment with just the, the schedules that everyone's played. But they have won 10 games, a very good starting five when they're all there. Uh, Kyler uh, Gondrzejczyk not playing the last game. Uh, Kaiser Gondrzejczyk, I should say, not there the last game because of uh, a death in the family. But expecting to be back, I think, on Wednesday. This team has some great players. Uh, Nye Black inside. Esri Martinez has been a, a, just a force on the glass. Uh, what what concerns you just off the top in a global sense about West Virginia as you look at the prep for this game? Well, I think this is one of Mike's most talented offensive teams in terms of balance. You know, he's always had great scorers. Tiny Smarten comes to mind. Tiana Muldrow. Um, he's always had the ability to, uh, you know, he's got some pros there that um, have really scored it. But this team in particular has played extremely well in transition. They've shot the ball from three better than those teams previously. Um, they've shared the ball. They're, they they move the ball much quicker than um, maybe they have in the past. They, they, they did, Mike does a great job with um, box sets, getting Tynese coming off a staggered action, pin downs. Those things are they're still a staple of their offense, but it appears to me that this team shares it as well as any team that he's had. Now, this is a, a squad that is one deeper than usual. In the last couple of years, they have really fought it with the injury bug. And usually sometimes, you know, we'll see a team that's got seven, eight people active. That's it uh, for a contest for West Virginia. They have certainly tried to lengthen that a little bit. Of course, the last time West Virginia and K-State played was the memorable game in Morgantown uh, last year where K-State was down nearly 20 points in the fourth quarter, comes all the way back in the final seven minutes of the game and wins it. Uh, one of the more remarkable games, uh, I think, uh, not just uh, – for K-State, but perhaps in your career, Jeff, I, I can't imagine uh, ever uh, being a part of something like that where you're down that much and it seemed like the game was, this, hey, we're just moving on to the next one, trying to get some positive feelings, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're right there and, and win the game. Yeah, um, down 18 with 7.02 to go in the game. Um, and uh, it's the best road comeback ever. I, I had a couple similar home comebacks, but on the road, um, yeah, you're right. You know, it's it's kind of funny because we've rewatched parts of that, and uh, it starts innocently enough with a layup from Peyton. Um, Harris comes down, drills a three, and um, so now you're only down 13. Um, and, <laughs> you know, it. a uh, lot of things uh, obviously had to go right for us, and a lot of things went wrong for them. But, uh, yeah, certainly one of the best uh, – well, I think the best road comeback ever and uh, probably one of the most uh, exciting locker rooms after a basketball game that I've been a part of. There were some key moments, too, in the end of that game. I remember Chrissy Carr hitting a three-point shot. Hadn't hit yep. a shot the whole game, but hits one in that run uh, that, that wills you to the winning. Angela Harris had a big day. Ioka Lee, obviously a big and one late uh, to give K-State the lead. But I remember Carr only because she takes the shot. And you're thinking, well, if there's ever a time for one to go in, it's now. And then it goes in. Uh, a big moment, certainly, and as you said. And we've had a couple of those in this West Virginia series and hoping for another one on, on Wednesday night up in Morgantown. Then it'll be the Jayhawks on Saturday with the Wildcats against Kansas at 4 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. The Dillon Sunflower Showdown, the first installment of that. Another break, and then we're back with more. Stay tuned. The Jeff Minney Show continues in a moment on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Making ends meet has always been a challenge, but lately, additional new sources of energy have been driving up costs faster than we can keep up. For people on a fixed income, the impact of costly additional energy sources hits hard. Fact is, oil and natural gas remain the most economical energy source known to the world today, lifting up Kansas families with affordable, reliable energy. That makes all the difference for a Kansas family like mine. Get the facts about Kansas oil and natural gas. Oil and, oil and natural, natural gas, gas helps keep every, every Kansas, Kansas family, family strong. strong. 
Kansas State basketball coach Bruce Weber. When you're a Wildcat training for the Sunflower Showdown, there's one thing expected of you, and that's a commitment to excellence. Dillon's is the same way. Every member of the Dillon's team is committed to giving you high-quality food, low prices, and the kind of friendly service that makes you feel welcome. Swing by Dillon's for your next game day feast. Cheer on the Wildcats with a deli party platter. Great food, low prices at Dillon's. A proud sponsor of Kansas State University. Frustrated with your current health care coverage? Kansans are saving up to 60% a month with Kansas Farm Bureau health plans. Choose from individual and family plans, short-term coverage, or dental and vision plans. It's quality coverage you can afford. Learn more and get a free quote by visiting kfbhealthplans.com or visiting a Farm Bureau Financial Services agent near you. K-Staters, make sure everyone knows you're a proud member of the Wildcat family with a K-State license plate on the back of your vehicle. Available with a $50 tax-deductible contribution, these special plates will let everyone know you are proud to be a Wildcat. With more than 10,000 K-State plates on the road today, the Alumni Association's license plate program has raised more than $5 million for scholarships and student recognition programs. Get a K-State license plate at your local DMV office. Wildcat fans, oil and natural gas production is the second largest industry in the state. It provides over 118,000 jobs and more than $3 billion in family income. Get the facts at kansasstrong.com. Brian Smolder back with Jeff Mitty as the Wildcats uh, end what has been over a 30-day break from basketball to get ready to go again against uh, West Virginia on Wednesday night, and then it'll be a fast and furious finish in the Big 12 from this point forward. Uh, we should mention, by the way, that I mean, who knows, right, with the virus, and you, it's very hard to predict things, but it, it feels like once you guys get rolling here again with games, that if games get postponed, it won't be because of the Wildcats, but it would be because of an opponent. Am I safe in saying that the minimum scholarship players uh, should be met the rest of the season for K-State? I think so, you know, with, with still not knowing everything about the virus and all the things about recurring things, and certainly injuries plays into that, and they're, they're extenuating circumstances. But, yeah, I think you're right on that, and I think that, um, you know, with as many games as we need, if we lose somebody here in the next week, my, my take is that'll probably get replaced by somebody else. You know, if there's another situation, because we've already seen that the league's done a good job. Oklahoma State played TCU back to back, basically within right. a 48 hour period. So um, I think that's accurate. But, uh, you know, about the time I say that, um, <laughs> you know, CDC will come out and say something different, about you know, transmission or something. Uh, it's hard to get a it's hard to know everything that uh, you're going to deal with going forward. Uh, the, on the uh, guy side, I know they, they have dealt with it a little bit, but not as much as you have on the women's side. You guys share a building. I, I know there isn't much interaction uh, necessarily day to day between the staffs. Have you compared? No, you've we've talked before about comparing notes with the other coaches in the league, and usually that's done of gauging uh, right an opponent. Hey, how, how do you have people? ready for this game do you not have you shared notes with bruce weber at all uh, on some of the practices you guys have done and by practice i mean overall health practices in in, in the building do you share with him hey we got positives you guys need to be careful of your guys that sort of stuff yeah well absolutely i mean if we uh, anytime we've had a positive i've called bruce right away because, you know, the, the other thing is we're the only teams here over the Christmas break. So, you know, so we also have, I think, uh, you know, players that hang out with, the, you know, and while we're trying to limit all those situations. Um, so, yeah, they've let us know. We've let them know. Um, training staff's done a, a good job of making sure that uh, our areas are kept separate as best they can. And we're fortunate to have the design of our facility the way it is because you can cut off the practices from each other and, and you can really separate um, most areas. Um, I mean, I even have a separate entrance that I can, you know, go through. And so there, there are ways. But, um, yeah, Bruce and I talked the other day just um, – 
Yeah, we just uh, saw each other in passing and just kind of rolled our eyes about, <laughs> you know, kind of uh, just, you know, the situation. They're shorthanded. They um, were trying to get our group back. Uh, I think the day I talked to them was probably uh, Saturday or something or maybe Friday. And I think we had four players in practice that day or something. So, um, oh, yeah, it um, – I mean, that's just part of it. You know, West Virginia men are going through it right now. So, you know, one of my concerns is obviously we're going out there and, and um, we have not heard anything from the West Virginia women's uh, uh, team, but um, they will test in the morning just like we will. Uh, that was my next question along with that line. So a lot of teams that do have shared facilities with the guys, if there's an outbreak on the other side, I know that it's part of what I brought this up, but you visit with Mike Carey ahead of time and you guys are trading notes about, hey, yeah, we're, we look good, whether or not, is there a rule or something in place at the Big 12 about getting on the plane, basically? Can a team cancel on you in flight uh, on your way to a, a, a contest or would you know before then, yes, we're playing the game no matter what? Well, everybody is supposed to test before we're traveling. So that communication from the trainer to trainer, you know, we'll leave out tomorrow by 1. So our test, we, we test tomorrow at 8 a.m. West Virginia tests tomorrow. So we should be given the go before we get on the plane at 1. Now, there have been situations where teams have gotten to sites and maybe somebody became symptomatic and then they got a test and and they were positive later, and, and we've seen a few of those. Uh, mainly in the non-con, you saw some of those happen. Tennessee had it happen uh, down at Texas uh, this year. So um, it's not a perfect system, but um, it's um, – yeah, the, the, that's the system we're using in the Big 12. Yeah, color, uh, for uh, basketball fans here, Colorado had that when they came here to play K-State in that makeshift tournament on the men's side that they had at the beginning of the year. Uh, had a couple of players uh, get symptomatic while here. They rested them out. They played the games, then had a breakout once they got back home. Um, but it was uh, unrelated, at least to, as, you, as Jeff pointed out, not from playing basketball games with K-State. And the men did not, on the Wildcats side, have a breakout at that point. All right, we'll take our final break. When we come back, we'll begin to wrap up the show, put a bow on this one for tonight. And when we get back on the next show, we'll actually be talking about basketball games instead of all this other stuff. Uh, we've done a great job of killing time. You and I should be doing baseball games together. We're, we're, we're able to kill oh, all sorts of time. No doubt. No doubt. That, that's, that's a great a, sport for killing time, right? Right. It's, it's, we got to get you on some of the baseball broadcasts coming up this year. All right. We'll take a break. Come back more with uh, Coach Mitty as we wrap up the show on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Heat, drought, wind, hail, northern corn leaf blight, gray leaf spot. If your corn is under stress, you are too. Get Veltima fungicide, swift activity, with fast payback, an expanded application window. Makes life simple, and it's the secure choice. With powerful residual for visibly healthier corn. Swift, simple, secure. Veltima fungicide. Call your BASF rep today. Always read and follow label directions. Veltima fungicide is not registered in all states. You can do your part to win the dang day by making small daily improvements such as eating more fruits and vegetables, living tobacco-free, and taking a short walk. All these things can make a great impact on your overall wellness. Join me, Chris Kleiman, head coach of the K-State Wildcats, along with Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas, Stormont Vale Health, and our PowerCat Health Partnership, encouraging all Kansas to live a healthier lifestyle. Learn more about the PowerCat Health Partnership by visiting kstatesports.com backslash Health. Biodiesel turns soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing that it drives more than 60,000 U.S. jobs and supports more than $11.4 billion in economic impact. Learn more about America's advanced biofuel at kansassoybeans.org biodiesel. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission. The Soybean Checkoff. Progress powered by Kansas farmers. People's State Bank offers 10 convenient locations statewide. Whether you're looking for a loan, personal or business accounts, ATMs, mobile banking, or bill pay, PSB wants to help you. At People's State Bank, we take pride in our communities. Check us out at psbbanks.com. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
Jeff Minnie Show, presented by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans and uh, friends and families and fans watch every game. K-State women's basketball being brought to you by People State Bank, serving Wildcat fans since 1897. Visit them at PSBBanks.com. People State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This week of the conference, a couple of big games. you got Baylor at Oklahoma State on Wednesday. Next action for the Bears. We'll see how they bounce back um, in, a, in a contest this week down at Oklahoma State. You know, the Cowgirls will be itching to get back in the win column after two straight losses. Texas is at Iowa State on Saturday. And, of course, Oklahoma State at K-State on Monday, finishing off a three-game stretch here uh, into next week with that announcement by the way our show next monday will actually be pushed to next tuesday because the wildcats will be playing next monday night so our next show will be january 26th not the 25th so stay tuned for that as we wrap up the show lee modesit gets in a quick question coach what's your family's go-to snacks when watching chiefs games uh you got two more <laughs> opportunities potentially to watch the chiefs this year well yeah um None of it is healthy. I would say that uh, wings, pizza, and uh, chips and queso. And uh, Shanna, for some reason, when back when we were when we had people over for those games, she would throw in a vegetable tray that would just go to waste. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know why you would eat a carrot or a <laughs> piece of uh, cauliflower. Yeah. Uh, or any of yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna go the unhealthy. Um, I eat fairly healthy good. most of the time, but not on uh, not on football days. Well, good luck on Wednesday. Hopefully, we're, we're talking hoops and after a big win, a couple of wins on next Tuesday's show. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks, Brian. Jeff Minnie on the show, along with Nate Lewis, Jesse Piper, Brett Fultz, Jay Moline. I'm Brian. This has been the Jeff Minnie Show. Brought to you by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. People's State Bank, serving Wildcat fans since 1897. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Kansas Strong, get the facts at kansasstrong.com. And by the Kansas Soybean Association, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the K-State Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.